Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You know how I know the show is going to be very successful? Huh. Because the breaks are long enough to go pee now. Nice. So that's good, don't you think? Yeah, I still just go in my diaper. There's not a shock to me. I will tell you that. It's called professionalism. Oh, it is? Okay, you're taking one for the team, are you? A true pro's pro. Thank you. No getting around it. (laughs) Jesus. Why me? Explain that to me, will you? Why me? Uh, You put this team together, so (laughs) blame you. Let me say some of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure Britt was completely forced on you. She was. Oh, yeah. I tried to fight it off, but it didn't work. (laughs) Just the way it is. So everything else. Oh, we watched a show last night. It's a, it's a, I think it's from Tasmania, actually. And it's a, it's a bunch of women in the, in this, uh, God, what is the name of the thing? It could be okay. The first episode was, you know how first episodes are kind of lame because they're trying to set up the story. Yeah. So they're really not that good. A lot of exposition. Yeah. So the, the, the first episode wasn't, it was okay. Wasn't that great. We're going to try it again a couple episodes because that, that first episode, you got to get by that one. Because I never got by it on Succession. I thought that first episode was terrible and never went back. And now I find out I should probably just start the whole thing over again. I think you should. Succession is fantastic. Yeah. Oh. You just, I think it's, there are certain shows. And I've talked a lot about this with Mad Men. Mad Men, probably one of the most frustrating, but the payoff to me is so good. Mm-hmm. That full first season is so much exposition because. Matthew Weiner wound up setting up this entire world that you had to kind of like dive into and understand the culture, especially if you weren't around in the 60s. It, it's so completely different to what it's like now. But the payoff, especially like seasons two, three, and four, were tremendous. Mm-hmm. John no. Hamm was amazing. So it's the same thing yes. with Succession. You just have to dive into this world. What happened to his wife on that show? I thought she was terrific and she just disappeared. January Jones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a great actress, and she did a figure skating. Listen to me, I'm like, figure skating is the topic of the day. Um, she <laughs> she's did a at figure it again. Show on Netflix that um, came and kind of went. It only got one season, um, and I, I feel like we really haven't seen her. And she's such a good actress when she's given the right material. So, she, it, you know, she's one of those people. You go, why aren't they working more? Well, yes, she right. was on a really funny show, The Last Man on on Earth. And I, she was on that for a while too, and that was very, that was fun. That was. Who uh, else was in that? Because I'm like, I don't even. Was that like the Will Forte? Yeah, the Will Forte one, and it, I think it, it was one of those. It's, it's kind of culty. Like people that like it love it. Like I like it a lot, and you know what there is. But it was on, I think, normal. TV and I don't know how well it did, but I think it eventually went to a streaming service and got picked up. Um, but it ran for a while. It was 2015 to 2018. And, and that's the thing, like with streaming, it's so crazy because when uh, I've been around long enough in Hollywood where you used to go and do red carpets and you would know every single face when you would do um, interviews. And now it's gone to a point where people will be like, oh yeah, they're on that random show on this random streaming network and these are working actors in the industry but you don't know who they are because there are so many channels and so many shows it's completely different we have a bigger and then plus you have influencers now with social media it's almost impossible to know whom everyone is or who those up-and-coming actors are because Sometimes they're an obscure show and, and make a breakout, and you're like, wait, I don't even know what that show was. Well, this one had um, some big names in it, too. Do you remember Kristen Shawl and uh, uh, Kristen Wiig was in it as well? So it was I one of those Kristen ones Wiig. where I think it's just a goofy show that like a lot of not, not a lot of people know about because it's the premise is it's very silly. Like it's there's barely anybody on earth, but it's not necessarily like a horror. It's more of a comedy. Well, and it fall, and it falls under the radar unless it develops like a cult audience, like this one sounds like it did. But 
didn't reach that like peak. No. You know, like a show like Schitt's Creek would not have like reached like mass pop culture hysteria the way it did. But the pandemic going onto Netflix really made a huge difference uh, yes. for that show. I have the first time I ever heard about Schitt's Creek was from you, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, you were the first one that was like, you got to watch this. It's It was a terrific show. There's yeah. no getting around. First of all, I don't know how you move out of your mansion into a motel as the wife, and you still have about six or 7,000 outfits in your closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she had a different outfit for like every hour of the day. And they weren't small, little <laughs> little black dresses. They were elaborate outfits. Hats. Well, you know, it's one of those situations. It's Gilligan's Island, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we accept it. We accept it because we want to see the outfits. I don't want them to redo outfits. I want to see the next one, the next one. It's a bit. Mrs. Howell yep. allowed for Mona to fly. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That that scene with with the billboard is still brilliant. I mean, it's very simple but brilliant at the same time. When the, the this woman is bending over the creek, looking to pick up like a I don't know if she's picking up a fish or what she's doing, but she's bent over, and there's a guy standing right behind her. So they're in a rather sexual position, and the other guy looks at him and says, "Oh, don't worry about that. It's his sister." <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So I knew that, I was going to love that show with that joke. That Thank show God. was perfect from beginning to end. <laughs> I, I know. Feel like it yep. didn't miss. Yep. It wrapped up just as sweetly as it began. And it's very rare that shows do that. Usually they, they have a lost season where you're like, oh, yeah. barely hang yep. on. Or they wrap up an ending. And you're like, that was not satisfying at all. That one. And it's one of those shows that I wish I could go back to the beginning and experience for the first time mm-hmm. all over again. Because it just was so, I, I just loved every moment. I agree with you. I thought that this show was terrific. Very. Let me ask you a question about that, Kristen, because most of this stuff comes down to casting. You just talked about, you know, Mad Men. You talk about Schitt's Creek. Casting is the ultimate in, in starting a show, isn't it? It really is. And casting directors, I have several friends who are casting directors. They Mm -hmm. don't get enough credit for the work that they do. Nope. They are oftentimes, you know, it's oftentimes like the director gets the credit for breaking an actor. It's usually a casting director that has worked with this steadily working actor, but who has been kind of like under the radar Mm -hmm. for the public, um, who is like, I think that they deserve this role. I think this is going to be a breakout role for them. They deserve to be elevated into that next step in Hollywood. They're the ones that are usually finding those next stars. And, you know, it's it's the director, it's the writer, everyone else gets the credit. But really behind the scenes, the casting directors doing all of the grunt work, going through thousands of audition tapes. And let me tell you, they get thousands. Sometimes they get 20,000 oh. submissions for a role. It's crazy. Oh can you imagine having to sort through really bad auditions to find that like one, you know, sort of diamond in the rough? No, because I just come on and go, yeah, I went through them all. I can't really find anyone. And I'd never yeah, watch one exactly. Of them. And they're not doing in-person auditions the way they used to. Right. A majority of them right. are pre-screening by doing that, at least that first audition. Sometimes even the second audition are done on Zoom or self-tapes. What movie was that? And I can't even remember the actor. Maybe I, I I keep thinking it was De Niro, but I don't think it was De Niro. He was doing an audition for a part in like a family theater, and he chose the scene. You effing my wife? I heard you're effing my wife. Oh my now, what, god! What scene was that? What was that from? It no was idea. hilarious. <laughs> and one guy looks at the other. Was it in? Oh god, I'll, I'll think of it later on. But he he gets up. He's going, you have my wife? I heard you have my wife. If I find out you have my wife. And one of the director's assistants looks at him and goes, oh. <laughs> this guy's really important. He's very <laughs> impressive. God, that was a funny scene. Yeah, there's nothing more painful than auditions. Oh, I, Tom, God. I don't know. I, I, you know, right? Oh, and yes. when they're so completely disinterested and you're just like, why did I drive all the way here for this? Well, there um, is Although that. I will say my worst audition I booked. So you, sometimes you just don't know what's going through their head. No, no, that's very, very true. There's no question about it. Watching the other people, too, and you're like, oh, really? That's really good. That's, yeah, that's people not... are awkward. They come in offering yes. too much information. Yep. You're supposed to just, like, literally walk in the room, say hi, do the work, take a note, maybe do it one more time, and then get out of there and never think of it again and just hope you booked it. Um, what was the name of the big railroad again back at Trans? What the hell was it? 
Amtrak. Amtrak. Oh, Amtrak. Oh, Amtrak. That, that still was, exists. Yeah. That was, a, well, that was a passenger train yeah, type yeah, of it's, deal. Yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still here. Yeah. We were doing a commercial for it, and I was the main character. And then they had a couple of people that were supposed to be passengers on the train. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're on a train, it's the comfort of the train that's really important, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's it's nice the adventure, right? But for some reason, he thought, well, this is about a train. So his whole audition, he did this. Yeah, we got on the train yesterday and had a really... And he was shaking his arms and his head and going, I was talking to the guy yesterday. It's like, I, I think that's what they're trying to get away from, pal. Right. They don't uh, want a bumpy ride. They don't <laughs> want a bumpy ride. It's like, and the, the director looks at him and goes, that was great. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll reach out. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will. Yeah, traveling by train is fun. I love traveling by yeah, train. Yeah, we're big Amtrak people. We've done yep. that a lot. Are they putting the Amtrak back up to Duluth? I heard they are. Well, I think that there's a big discussion about it. I don't even know if it's Amtrak technically. Love it. But they were talking about if that would be make sense, if there's interest in that. We read uh, that article like me. two weeks ago. Yeah. I do it once a year. There's no question. We Matter of fact, the last time they did it, we took the little babies up on the train to Duluth. What's that festival called again up there? That huge Christmas festival they got mm. in Duluth. Oh, it's gigantic and it's beautiful. Lights everywhere. They have a name for it, but again, but what is it? 952-600-2575. Or just text it. Or whatever they, what do they do? They usually, uh, on the app, there's a little, on the top left corner, feedback for the show, and, and there we'll you get them right in an email. Because I can't uh, remember what that festival's called. California, you can go up along the coastline. So Los Angeles yeah. to yep. San Diego is amazing. And I always recommend, for $20 more, upgrade to first class. Because you get like a really comfortable seat, you get a snack, you get like a drink, and you get a view of the Pacific Ocean. It's amazing. Why didn't we go with our better rail system in mid-America? It's pretty decent on the West Coast. It's really nice on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we keep, the, why did we get away from train travel? Too many wide open spaces and maybe I it was guess. too expensive to build. Yeah, maybe, but they had to do with freight anyway, so they could use the rail lines. So I don't know what they were thinking. I love traveling by train. As a matter of fact, it's probably my favorite way to travel other than driving my own car. There's My family mostly lives in Williston, North Dakota, oh, and right, yeah. it's amazing. So you get on here in love Minneapolis it. at like 1030 at night, and then you get into Williston around 9 a.m. So you just God. get a fun like overnight experience and then breakfast. And That's then, great. And then grandma. Are there sleeper cars on that train too? Yep. And we've done the sleeper cars. Actually, we've had really good luck too if we do it on a random day to just do the seats because me and my husband both got two seats each. Oh, um, nice. But the sleeper car is nice. Uh, the really big one's really nice. We've done that too. They're expensive. It gets spendy. It's definitely once you oh, hit a it? point. You go, this would be way cheaper to fly. when you Really? Yeah, the sleeper cars are oh, suppose, super yeah. expensive. Oh. Yeah, I suppose. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I was like, San Diego is like 50 bucks, I think. And then it's like 70 round trip for like first class. It's so worth it. That's wonderful. Yeah. Please pick my grandma up from Long Prairie, Minnesota. Please pick her up at the train station, that which is, it became an ice rink over there. It's on like Washington and about 3rd. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, that old yeah. train. It was a train station back in the old days. Yeah. But we used to come in there and pick my grandmother up all the time. And I, I have great memories of, oh, we're going to go to the train station. Isn't that fun? It was very exciting for me because I loved Minnie. You guys would have loved Minnie. My grandma Minnie was six feet tall, weighed 200 pounds, and was not fat. And were you always excited <laughs> to see Minnie? Always excited I to was see so, Minnie. Our grandma would also take the train in, Amtrak in. My uh <laughs> And we'd be so excited. My mom's mom. And we'd always go visit my dad's mom. But like, oh, we were so excited to see grandma. No like, doubt about it. Couldn't sleep at night excited. I probably told you this before, so I'll just tell AJ. The reason I love this one is my mother's mother. Her name was Wilhelmina Dean or Dane. They pronounce it both ways. This is why I have the edge that I have in my life. And it's, it's her fault. She and my mother. Let me put it that way. <laughs> I'm playing Monopoly with Minnie. I'm four years old. I roll the, she rolls the dice, and one of them falls on the floor. And she says to me, pick up that dice, Tommy. And I said, it's a die, Grandma. And she said, why don't you? <laughs> so, gee, where did I ever get an attitude like the one I got? Shocking. Where did it come from? Your own I grandmother. Wonder.
That's amazing. <laughs> that is good. I thought it was funny as hell. <laughs> and she was right, too. Don't correct your grandma. <laughs> That's exactly her <laughs> so point. so petty. That's exactly her point. Don't ever correct my your grandmother again. <laughs> Over damn it. dice or you, die. <laughs> you would love her. You would. Honestly, you would have loved Minnie. She was Aww. the best. She was this very big woman. Again, she was not fat. She was just big, right? Yeah. And the most gentle, sweet, loving person you'd ever want to meet. So she kind of made up for her, her physical appearance where it looks like she could kill you. You know, yeah. with just being the sweetest woman you've ever met. God, she was. We miss you, Minnie. That's all I have to say. Anyway, moving back on to stuff that won't make me tear up. What else Aww. you got? Well, uh, news was announced yesterday, and this was such a nostalgic show. I can't believe it's coming back. If I said Marlon Perkins, Marlon Mutual per- of Omaha's sure, Wild Kingdom, sure. coming back to the airwaves in the fall. Is it really? It is. Obviously, Marlon Perkins is not with us anymore. Right, right. Um, but um, it is coming back with um, one, uh, it's Peter Gross. He actually is a mentor of Jim Fowler, a mentee of Jim Fowler. Mm-hmm. Jim Fowler was a mentee of Marlon Perkins. So they're kind of continuing the heritage on. Um, it's going to be on NBC. And they're bringing on uh, Dr. Ray Wynn Grant. She's on National Geographic. She's one of their explorers. She's oh, going to okay. be there. Yeah, so she's going to be also one of their resident experts. Um, and this time around, it's going to be called Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom Protecting the Wild. So probably a little bit more from an ecological view. Um, but yes, this is kind of a counter-programming to what is obviously happening with the strike. But I feel like this is kind of like a fun, nostalgic family show mm-hmm. a lot of generations know this it ran i think consistently from 1963 all the way up until 1988 and and then kind of came back in different iterations over the years but um i think a lot of people probably remember marlon perkins and the show that used to air all of the time all right tell me if i'm if I'm, my memory's correct because my memory tell me if memory serves as they love to say um mutual of omaha Followed by the wonderful world of Disney every That's Sunday right. night. Oh, I love Sunday it. nights. And, it was and for those who are old enough will remember like Walt <laughs> Disney, Walt Disney coming on and introducing it, yes. and or yep. and or Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner um, when he brought back um, Wonderful World of Disney. Mm-hmm. So those are probably memories locked into a lot of. And I would say maybe up to Gen X or maybe some elder millennials probably remember it. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. But they, did, did they try to bring it back a couple of times and it didn't work or something they, like they it? They have over the years, and yeah. it just has never had that same magic. Right. And Sunday nights also became very competitive television. You have to remember that it HBO started to own that night. And, you have you know, it was Sex and the City. It was Sopranos. It's been Succession. It's been all of these shows. It's harder to garner that same audience of, like, let's sit down as a family and watch Marlon Perkins mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, Michael Eisner or Walt Disney or whomever, um, you know, introduce all this family fair, especially when you now have the Disney Channel or Disney Plus. It's just different how we view TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an emergency I really need to tell you guys about. You have to poop? I have. Well, yes, but also. I knew it. I knew it. 11 emails I have that are screaming Bentleyville that you were talking Bentleyville. about. Bentleyville. That's exactly what it is. Thank you, my dears. <laughs> uh, Both men they, and I women. mean, literally, they keep. that's why I just have to say something so people quit, quit emailing me. Joe, Laura, Robert, Howard, Eric, Margaret, Cindy, Robert, Jason, Jeff, Jim. We love you. Thank you for telling us it's Bentleyville. How dare you? We love Bentleyville. And oh. they should now oh. be a sponsor when the next <laughs> yeah, exactly. comes up. <laughs> Holy buckets. I was like, look, I was like, I'm getting so many emails. Like, what happened? And I'm like, Bentleyville. I, now they'll, they'll be stuck with me forever. I'll have to get a tat. Bentleyville. Bentleyville and Amtrak, come together, come please. Together. Obviously, oh, around the Christmas time, because your audience is clearly here for We're this. We're here. There I'm is an audience. You, I am not kidding you. They put that together. I would love to put together a Tom Bernard morning show train trip to Duluth to go to Oh my Bentleyville. gosh, I would fly in for that. We gotta I do like, it. I am like Miss Christmas. I love that. Okay, yeah. we gotta get the hotel. I wanna stay at the Radisson because the the restaurant on top still goes around in a circle. Oh, Ooh. like in 1976? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. So we if they do that, honest to God, if they open train service, I don't I'm gonna go over and Put Ginny in a headlock till she agrees to do it. Okay, well, I mean, we could just email on that first. (laughs) Instead of a personal attack. Let's just email first and see how that pans out. I'll follow your lead. Oh, my gosh. Work our way up to that. That would be so much fun. 
That would be fun. Oh, God. It's so much. To see Fawny as a little two-year-old, there's a picture of me holding her, and the look on her face looking at those tens and millions of lights or how many ever it is, she is just fascinated by all that light. It's a beautiful moment. It really is. That's amazing. Ice skating. I would like to ice skate. Oh, there's a lot of ice skating up in Duluth. You'd love Love Duluth. You've been to Duluth, haven't you? Uh uh. I never. Oh God, Mm -hmm. it's a great town. I love Duluth. Great town. All right, we're we're getting to work on this today. Yeah, it's Friday. How about Monday? Not right now, sister. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Put it together and then execute it on Monday. You guys, why are you? Why am I in charge of this? Just because they emailed me. Because you don't do anything else. You just sit there and you go, here, let me interrupt. Uh, That's your whole life. Uh, excuse me? Could I interrupt, please? <laughs> See? I told you. Anyway, so oh, is it too much of a... You know, you look like you're bored stiff. I'm looking at the no, people. No, Kristen is right. You're sitting there like this. Kristen never oh, said God. that. Bob said that. When's Kristen 10 never o'clock? Not- One's Do 10 not o'clock throw the board discussion no. my way. Kristen is not, a, Kristen is a woman who, if she sees a neutral face, isn't going to be like, are you disgusted? I'm just, I look at our people who are talking. No, you prop up your chin. You look like you're going to doze because off. My, my screen's back here, and so I just look at it like that. We'll get a better position. Oh, my God, I can't. This is your Sorry fault. that I read those emails. Sorry that I helped your show. <laughs> Sorry that I'm a key player well, in your life. I don't Sorry know. that she's putting together the amazing Christmas trip that Thank everyone's going to take. No, I'm not doing that, Kristen. No, I'm not and I'm not handing it over to her no, to do it, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to weasel my way into the Christmas trip. I get that, but like, I don't want to put it together. That's exhausting. You know what the great thing about it is? We finally found something we agree on. Neither one of us wants you to do it. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect Love that for us. <laughs> Love that. I right. want to do this. He's got nothing better to do, right, AJ? Yeah, AJ. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> and that's what we're looking for. We should mention, by the Get way. A team player, AJ. <laughs> we're in second hour since she's mentioned that uh, Rudy's not here today. He is in Las Vegas opening for Adam Carolla tonight, right? He opened last night. Oh, it was last night? Yeah. Oh, so he's not doing it tonight again? No. They're, yeah, uh, God, he did a morning show and then when it opened in Vegas? Jesus, yeah. what a pain in the ass that must have been. Um, I'm pretty sure he was pumped and so excited it's and comedy who gives a shit he was i would have been paranoid that my flight would be delayed <laughs> oh yeah right okay. he was yeah on cloud nine about it and then now they're gonna go uh record something in oh it's wild i forget the details i don't even know if i'm supposed to say it but he's got well then don't say it if yeah because i don't know uh, what you're talking about there's a famous person they're gonna go to his studio and record in their podcast and uh rudy's gonna help with the video of it oh, oh nice. in vegas yeah, it's like right outside of Vegas. Okay. Henderson, maybe, Summer, Summerlin. Yeah, yeah, probably Summerlin. You're probably right. Yeah. Mo, definitely. What are you smiling at? I was just smiling. You guys don't want me to have a neutral face. You, are, I don't stop know. Being, what. Stop being in such a good mood. Or perhaps Britt is like, I just spilled some tea I probably wasn't supposed to. No, I was like, I really want to say who he's going to go do this podcast with. And so I'm going, if you guys... <gasps> Would you DM me the name? Yep, of course. <laughs> I'll tell anybody. What if I guess the uh, the initials? Okay. JK. No. No? No. AH. Nope. That was, a- that was asshole anyway. MW. The M is right. <laughs> oh, okay, we gotta go because I'll give it away. And I don't know if I I don't know. I don't know why I'm is not. Is it M M? Mickey no. Mouse? No. No. But that'd be pretty hey, Rudy, impressive. How you doing today? Be big. Who? Mark Malkin. I don't even know who that is. Oh, he's got a big podcast. Who's Mark Milken? Mark Malkin? Did you watch Glow? No. Oh, my God. General Lissimo? Do you you like wrestling? Anyone who likes wrestling, if you have not watched Glow, I'm still mad at Netflix. I don't think I will ever recover from them nixing that final season in the middle of the pandemic because that show deserves a wrap-up. Or oh, a movie a, or something. The Gorgeous so Ladies good. of Wrestling. That's what Glow yes. is. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it's so well done. It's got so much heart. Mark Malkin's in it. He plays kind of like the manager of the of Glow. Uh, and also, there's a companion. You're trying to say Mark Maron. Mark Maron, yes. I was like, Mark what are you the hell is Mark Malkin? And they were like, he's a famous... Con- and I was like, she can't possibly be saying Mark Maron. Mark Malkin is the entertainment reporter. Yes. Yeah, Mark Marin, but uh, you're a disaster. You're a disaster. You know Mark what? Mar- that's quite a difference between Milken and Marin. 
She made they one mistake M's. in the history of ever. And now she's going to be fired after the show today for making one <laughs> Mark mistake. Mark Milk and Mark Maron, very close last Nope, nope, nope. Kristen, yes. I think we're going to let you pass on this one time you made one nope, mistake ever. Nope, nope, <laughs> As somebody who makes a lot of mistakes, I'm actually glad to see that you're not a robot. So that's I don't, great. I don't think millions is a lot. <laughs> Just like millions since we started in February. <laughs> there you go. I just want to say, let me finish my thought on this. Yeah. If no. you haven't watched Glow, it's a good one to catch up on Netflix. And there is an accompanying uh, documentary on Gorgeous Ladies Wrestling. It probably will pop up if you start watching Glow equally as good. That goes through the history of it. It's fascinating. Awesome. We will give it a whirl. I used to love, well, I used to hang out with wrestlers all the time when I was, you know, lifting weights and all that stuff. I'd hang out with all the professional wrestlers and, that was fun, I will tell you that. You will have fun, but you have to pay attention to one thing. You have to pay attention to the room because when that alcohol level gets to a certain point, you go, boy, look at the time. Like, time. Catherine, come pick me up. Time to head to the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah, you didn't want to be there a little too far into that booze part of it, I'll tell you that. Oh, heck no. Whoa. Things could get interesting, Kristen Burt. Things could get very interesting. All right, so go ahead. Now you get to sleep for the next, like, 60 hours in a row, so that's good. Yeah, I only have to go to my other job. What? <laughs> my yeah, you don't have a job. job. <laughs> what job is that? What's that? You don't know that? No, I, what I, are you talking I about? There and, <laughs> you think I just, like, go home, go back to bed, take grab my cat who's right here? What do you mean, oh, go home? You're already right? home. Wouldn't it be so nice to just go back to bed? It would be, except, you know, I work another, like, six hours in the newsroom typing out articles, doing interviews, and then I usually go to the studio and do a segment. I got a full day ahead of me. Where's the baby kitty? Right here. Hold no, on. there she is. Got to see her. London, AJ London has never seen it. Look at this, AJ. Here's the kitty. That's, that's baby kitty. London, right? This is London, yeah. Right. She, London. Every morning, she's in here ahead of me. She loves this. This is, like, her favorite place. <laughs> what do you She think? hates weekends because she's like, why am I not on the radio? I'm not doing a podcast. Give me my show. Where's my show? She's just like Tom. Hates the breaks. Ready to get back into work. Yep. Weekends are like a bummer for her. I understand that completely. I absolutely do. There's no question about it. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Yes. See you all on Monday. Bye, Kitty. Bye. There you go. There you have it. We will take a break. Be right back in just a couple of minutes. KSTP's Chris Eggert will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download. 
download and you get real cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cash back just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway. Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back. Okay, I'm stopping to download Upside and fill up my tank. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank to PayPal or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, uh, a lot of people have called in and said, you know, that the, the, the show moves along really, really well. But Tom, uh, and how do you handle it when you go from the uh, lovely and talented Kristen Burt to the extremely handsome Chris Eggert? I mean, <gasps> what's that segue like? You know. He's Clark Kent today. He is Clark Kent today. He's got his glasses on, man. High blood pressure is what this is all about. What's the matter? What, what's got you jacked up now? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably just life in general, but I, I can tell when my blood pressure is higher because my vision starts to kind of fade a little bit, so I got to go I gotta go to the glasses. Why would it be? Uh, it's an optic nerve thing with blood pressure, and apparently that's a fairly common but, thing. But why is your blood pressure up? I mean, with Brittany? I, I, could, I wouldn't waste your time with all the reasons, but... Um, Brittany... AJ, Brittany, and AJ, mainly AJ. He's mainly. A real, <laughs> Maybe because he's got a kid that just graduated high school. Oh, you have a high school graduate? No, Chris does. Well, I was going to say, AJ. Chris, Jesus, he, AJ looks like he's about 14. It's like, Jesus, what? Yeah, yeah I, was I had when I was six. I was six years old. My neighbor wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, God. Oh, Listen, AJ, now you got the parenting, you got it out of the way, you got the rest of your life ahead of you. It's yeah, always exactly. tough when they leave the nest, Chris, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when they leave the nest, baby. How, what are you, 24? 26. Or 26? 26. So I must. I thought you were only 24, so actually you're old man. Yeah, we thought you were our young correspondent. Yeah, just talk over my singing, thank you. Sorry. That's really great. <laughs> you should get headphones at work. Mm. What do you think? Oh. I should get a co-host that works. So, oh. You think you have a co-host? <laughs> Good luck to you. Is all I've got to say. I don't think I've ever called you that or anybody in the history of ever. But know. I just didn't know how to land that joke with it being well, easy. It didn't work. Believe me. It's like God. But the word co-host sounds so ridiculous. You know what's happen coming now? out of my mouth. What? The reason that I will not allow my family to listen to this because Catherine will start calling me her co-host. <laughs> That's why you ruined my life. With that. I've never called you that in the history. I know, of and now ever. you've ruined my life by doing it. You're welcome. Way to go, co-host. You, you need, co-host. You need I glasses. Hate that anyway. You need glasses as well because it's your optic nerve blurring because of your blood pressure. <laughs> yes, working with you, it's absolutely true. I can see the vein bulging right there in your neck right now, Tom. Hey, is 285 over 220? Is that high? <laughs> <laughs> Not far off, actually. Uh, what's up? You guys both have a woodsy theme today. What's going on with that? Who has a woodsy theme? Well, uh, you've got a Banff shirt Banff on. Canada, baby. And Brittany has a deer on her sweater. Thank you. Like, you guys look like you should be frolicking through Canada. Well, I tell you what, you ever stayed at the Banff Springs Inn? I haven't been, no. Oh, God, it's magnificent. It's like I heard staying it's at, great. It is great. It, it's that whole area from Banff, Lake Louise. Well, all I've never done the train trip, but I will someday when I retire take a train trip from Montreal all the way to Vancouver. I guess that Canadian Pacific tri- trip is just magnificent. 
That'd be fun. Uh, bet, probably yeah. not the best year for it. Might be a little smoky. Yeah. This year. <laughs> well, I still have a job, so that's the good part, I guess. Very true. So what's la- the latest? You know, I'm looking at local news. It look like uh, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. They, they still, it'd be nice if they, people stopped getting shot every night. That'd be good. Yeah. I mean, the it's summertime, the, that kind of like yep. street crime stuff seems yep. to always really, really, really go up. Um, it's actually a really big day. The Justice Department, uh, the Attorney General's in town, Merrick Garland, and they're going to be announcing the results of their um, investigation they've been doing into the Minneapolis Police Department. So after um, George Floyd was murdered, a year later, they opened up this whole case. So today they're going to outline like a whole bunch, basically what everyone assumes is going to happen. It's what happens in other cities is they're going to outline like a whole laundry list of things that they want the Minneapolis police department to change mm-hmm. and it'll be court enforced and it'll, it'll be a pretty big deal. So that's happening at 10 o'clock this morning. Remember the last time they changed the Minneapolis police department, everybody started getting killed because of the way they changed the Minneapolis police department. I, I mean, I can almost guarantee no matter what the outcome of what's said, not, I mean, there's going to be people who are right not happy with, with what it is. I, I, I just, I think they look at what's happened in other cities where these um, similar types of protocols and put in place. And it, it seems to kind of fall along the same line of, of the sort of reforms that they always seem to ask for. So. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, she did that, that, that my co-host here, I didn't know I had co-hosts, but now I found out she went from doing this all morning, like looking like she was going to fall asleep while you were talking. She did this and I'm not kidding. She went like this. Oh, thought provoking. I'm, I'm deep in thought. Just listening to Chris. Hager. I don't know what it is. I think it's a man and woman thing. I get picked on for if I do this, if I do this, if you, I, whatever you I touch sit. your face a lot. I just, I'm trying to lean in and listen and nice screens down here. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You just touch your face a lot. Okay. What's wrong? I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, I Chris think it's is a touching his face right now. Uh, Brittany, what I do it. I do it constantly. Like I'm always, yep. Yep. and I'm always like doing one of these things. And my wife can tell if I'm like nervous or thinking or something. Cause I'm like doing some, one of these kind of right. things or whatever. So. Well, the problem I have, I have one of those ticks like that, but I, I fight it. I've been fighting it now for three and a half months because I usually about every five minutes I go. Oh, <laughs> Did but it feel I, good to let it out finally? <laughs> finally let it all out just now. <laughs> yeah, it looked just like the Johnny Cash, that uh, infamous Johnny Cash <laughs> photo right, where he's like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How did that? So basically it's that whole deal. This is like up yours, isn't it really? And instead of like F you, it's like up yours more than anything. I don't remember what the origins. I know I looked it up about seven billion times, but I yeah, don't I know. did too. And and I know that there's also things in different countries like that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Like if you do that, what? like in in Turkey or something. What did it's you do? Highly offensive. I didn't see it. Like uh, this, uh, this is. Uh, yeah. uh, Why it, is that? Um, like in China, it's the pinky finger is like the middle finger. I oh, think so. In France, that's a good thing, though, isn't it? When they do the pinky thing in the France, then they mean, ooh, your food's really good. Ooh, la, la. Tom's just going around. Yeah. yeah let me tell you something. Love it. Great. <laughs> Whenever I travel song. internationally, which is often because yes. I'm a very wealthy man, um, I'm always, <laughs> well, I'm always just flashing random signs around just to see what sort of reaction I get. Feel it out. As an American, it's yep. our job to just go around ignorantly yep. flashing yep. signs. Ignorantly flashing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert is brought to you. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Having lunch with Josh today, as a matter of fact. Looking forward to that. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert, Josh Arnold, all the hun yucks in Studio A and B. What do you think? Uh, yeah. We're good to go? Yeah, hun yuck. All right, so everything else looking bright. Now, I, I, I was looking at the... The weather's supposed to be really nice. First of all, I got up and left my house this morning. It was 49 degrees. Yeah, it was chilly out this morning. It's almost July, and it was 49 yeah. degrees. It was like 38 like, up in Hibbing or something this morning. So it was like it really? you know, not that far from freezing in Hibbing, my which isn't, God. I mean, Hibbing's always, you know, some kind of extreme, it seems. But yeah, yeah that is true. Like super hot next week and like, no, like, zero there's a couple chances of rain over the weekend but next week it's like 
looking like 90 plus degrees and no rain in the forecast. And so it's uh, not good for the whole drought situation. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, there's no question, but does the smoke have something to do with our cooler temperatures? Cause the sun wasn't able to heat up the, uh, the earth is that, I mean, I think a couple days ago when it was yeah. really, yep. um, yeah. Uh, but I think the, I think some sort of front came through because that's what pushed all the, pushed all the smoke out of here too. But, but um, cause the smoke would have cooled the earth's temperature or the surface. Yeah. I mean, that. it would have definitely knocked the sun down. Yeah. Definitely. I mean that, that day was, it was pretty you know, relatively cool that day. And I think it was supposed to be a little warmer than, than what it was, but it's weird to think we had a hundred inches of snow on the ground and <laughs> it's already dry. Like it's, you know. I know, I came home in February. I came back uh, for the beginning of the show. Cause I was gone. And then I came back on February, like 20th. I think it was something like that. I pulled it. Cause I lived on a, in a cul-de-sac. I pulled into the uh, street, looked forward in the cul-de-sac and I am not, exaggerating when I say there was about a 15 foot high pile of snow right in the middle of the cul-de-sac and they put it in there and then they hauled it away from there. But it was like, I could not see my house because that mountain of snow was so high. It, it was so ridiculous. And I, I remember thinking at several points, like this is never going to melt. I became <laughs> exactly, I, I'm sure AJ and Brittany were the same way, but like there was some point during this winter, I went from being, Oh, okay. And then to just being straight up angry, pissed mm-hmm. off about it, like wanting it to stop. I would agree with that. episode. Now, did you, I know you play basketball. Did you play any winter sports in South Dakota? Basketball was a winter sport. What there, I meant, so. yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I meant outdoor, but like, like outdoor skiing winter. or that kind of stuff. Or did you play hockey at all? They didn't have hockey in my school. It, it's not very. Um, no, I suppose old, that that makes sense. Only the bigger schools out there have it, like your Sioux Falls, Rapid City, Aberdeen, that kind of stuff. And there's such there's so few schools that are playing. Like they're coming up here to play games, or they're playing other teams in the state where it's like a six hour drive to go play a hockey game. Think about how crazy that is. But, no, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. But the the whole like outdoor culture there is way different because it's, mm-hmm. it's not enjoyable in the winter there because there aren't any Hills. It's like the wind comes down from Canada. It's been blowing or it's been blowing like straight down from the North pole. And uh, there's no Hills. There's no trees. There's nothing to cut it down. There are not a lot of lakes. So it's not like you you go out and ice skate or anything like that. It's that's a whole big different thing with Minnesota, but I mean, Minnesota is just so much, you know, it's set up for it. It's so much differently than Sodak is. Yeah, I can see that. I have somebody very, very close to me who's looking in the next few years. And matter of fact, they're going to start looking at houses out there soon. Uh, They're talking about moving to Western South Dakota. Uh, Black Hills. They they love the Black Hills. They just absolutely love. And I do too. That is a beautiful area. It is. No question about it. But, I lived out there in probably the wrong time of my life. I lived out there when I was sort of on my way up in the, on the television thing. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was an anchorman there. I mean, I was, I was probably AJ's age, I suppose. And like at that point, it, you know, the, the, the pay wasn't great, but it was also like, it's just such a great community. Like now I think, oh my God, like I would love to be living in a place like that, retire, like in a place like that. Um, yep. That's but you know, it's just a about. different, different phase of your life. That's exactly what they're talking about. It's like, we just want to go walk around the black Hills and just have a, you know, the badlands and all that stuff. It is a beautiful area. Is the Alexander host hotel still there? The Alex Johnson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Alex Johnson. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said Alexander, yeah. the Alex, we just call Supposedly it the Alex. Haunted. Yeah. That's what I understand. I've stayed there several times and they, they just, I, apparently ghosts are afraid of me. They didn't come anywhere near me. Aww. <laughs> Oh, it's I, Bernard again. Oh, no. Were what you are we... offended? <laughs> that ghost would be afraid of me, yes. I was de- deeply offended. They wouldn't come hang. Oh, no. Yeah, that whole, oh, that came from seeing me. Ooh. Oh, that's not a ghost deal. It's They're afraid of Tommy. The ghost of, of my drunken youth past is in the... Um, Rest in peace. ...is in the hotel uh, bar at that place. At Alex that Johnson? be a place where we go and meet up, and boy, there were many at Bombay Sapphire that were uh, oh. consumed in there. Well, every radio uh, and record guy in the business, when they came through town, they stayed at, at the Alex, man. Yeah, yep. 
There's no doubt about it. It, I, it is a lovely hotel. It was at least back in the day when I used to come out there a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool spot. And then what's the name of the place where the house is uh, kind of sitting on its side and you walk around inside it? What's that called again? God, the Cosmos. The Cosmos, Ooh. that's it. Yeah, baby, the Cosmos. I miss so, all that stuff. So funny, like such a little tourist trap. But, I mean, What do you mean it's on my... its side? I'm Sorry, I don't know what we're talking about here. How, well, does the, how does the house sit? You would know more than I, Chris. It's AJ. It's kind of like it's kind of like something you'd see in the Wisconsin Dells. Like, stop at Cosmos, where gravity or laws of physics are <laughs> don't make sense. It's an alternate universe. Come here, and so you, you go in. There's a bunch of these little like um, optical illusion things set up wow. in different places, and part of it's like the house. It's like this barn type thing. And it's, it looks like it's crooked, like yes, it's crooked. it does. But then you get in there and it's all, you know, because they jack up all the angles and make it. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I, it's cool. I took, my kids, I took my kids there probably 10 years ago. They, they loved it. So We um, loved it. I mean, you take that trip from Minneapolis out to the Black Hills. You come across, the, what's the snake pit called again? There's a uh, big snake thing the, um, in South Dakota. You're talking like the Reptile Gardens. Lines, Rep- right? Reptile Gardens, right? Yeah, yeah well, re- Reptile Gardens. Okay. Or something like I thought that. You're talk- I thought you were talking about, because on the edge of the Badlands, there's a lot of snake activity. Yeah. So I yep. thought maybe that. But yeah, Reptile Gardens is fun. It's, I, my kids kind of outgrew it, unfortunately. Brittany, you'll have to start thinking about getting go Oh, yeah. There. That'd be it's- so fun. I was looking at the website and like, you know, everyone's wearing oversized t-shirts and shorts and like, whoa, look how I'm standing, you know? And it. It looks fun. By the way, one thing that I will predict: you ever see, you ever been to the uh, the Mount to Mount Rushmore? No. I guarantee you this. You ever been there, AJ? I have not. No. Okay. Now you've been there, obviously, Chris, because you lived out that way. Yep. I guarantee you, you will be standing looking at Mount Rushmore, and somebody in the audience, because it's happened every time I've been there, and it'll happen every time you go there. Somebody will look up at it, look at the far left, and go, "Oh, who the hell's that now?" Because it's George Washington. Oh. Get it? They tell that same joke every time you go in there. It's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that? That's George Washington. Ah, there's some humor. Gotcha. They could do, do morning radio with a sense of humor like that. Hey, the morning wacky morning team. Wacky yeah. morning the team, man. Trickman, Trickman on the radio. I always used to like the the joke that people would make about. Oh, I want to see the. I want to see the backside of Mount Rushmore and there'd be yes. like their asses were I, th- those t-shirts to me are still like the funniest. I don't know why. Like those shirts are so corny, but it's so funny to me. Like the front of your shirt, it's Mount Rushmore. And then the back, it's all their asses. And yeah, I don't know. It's hilarious. It really? Yeah. That seems work appropriate. Yep. I think you could rock that on the news. I mean, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll wear it on Minnesota Live one day. Thank you. Is Lincoln on the far right? Is that it goes Washington? Lincoln uh, on the left end. It's Washington, Roosevelt, um, Lincoln, Jefferson. Is oh, Jefferson, uh, Washington, Link- Jefferson, Roosevelt, Lincoln. Lincoln's on the Lincoln right. Lincoln is on the right. Okay. Because yeah. the reason I'm asking that is because I also heard a woman who wanted a t shirt. And she got a T-shirt, and she put it on, and she was rather well-endowed and said, oh, look, Washington's on my one tit and Lincoln's on the other. Nice. <laughs> nice. Really? This is what you've come up with? Okay, that lady. sounds like something you'd hear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I Washington mean, it's on a, one it's tit a, and Lincoln on the other. It's a, it's a, I like going out there because you don't have to, it's, there's nothing pretentious about no, it. It's no, no. pretty, it's real people, it's, you know. No, you're absolutely right. I love, I, I got to be very honest with you, Southern Minnesota, Iowa, South Dakota. I lived in North Dakota. I, I, I got no problem with the Midwest at all. Love it. Absolutely love it here. I think a smart move would be to, if you were um, trying to invest in a cabin or that was something that you were thinking about, would be to go south instead of north just from a traffic standpoint. I agree. I do agree. I mean, it, it's a different landscape, obviously, but like Lake City and like Southeast oh, Minnesota gorgeous. is so pretty. Red Wing, I love Red Wing. Red it's a Wing. great town. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I would if I did get a cabin, I'd go south, not north. I mean, I love up north. Don't get me wrong, Bilski. Of course, just lives of up course. North. It's just when you think about like driving through Garrison or coming by yep. Malak and like yep. sitting in the traffic for three hours. I to know. Get, like, to the, 
one stretch of Highway 169. It's crazy. You are right about that. There's some traffic, baby. No doubt about that. But That's why I don't have a cabin up north. Oh, That's- is that why? Yeah. That and the fact the average cabin now is about 800 grand. Don't get his <laughs> blood pressure up more. It's Look at money. him. It's already 250 over. not the money. I could have cabins anywhere I want. Anywhere I want. <laughs> okay. I could have cabins anywhere I want, he says. Oh, Chris, I have an update for you. Yes? Today is the last day of the step challenge. <laughs> and we Jeez. are currently in second. So we really need to step it up today. Who um who's beating you guys? Men at walk? Um Men at Walk. No, still new kids on the walk. New kids on the walk. That's our number one competitor. Yeah. So Tom, you're wildly popular um in the back in the shop here at Five Eyewitness News. We've got a huge maintenance staff because this is such a giant campus. It is a huge big buildings and whatnot. Yep. And uh they're religious listeners. I love you, people. <laughs> the other Shout day, out. The other well, day, I didn't want to say men the, or women. That's people. People was good. Uh, the other day, one of the fellows walked by and he's like, Hey, uh, do you want to join our walking team? And I'm like, Shut up. See? <laughs> See? We're, inclu- and then, we're inclusive. Love it. And, he goes, Love oh, it. yeah, we're we're rated very well. Like, uh, And I'm like, what's your team name? He's like, Men at Walk. And then I was oh. like, oh, because you guys are, oh, I get it. And now I, I don't think he was joking. I really think they do out the walk. You know what I want to do? I want to, Chris and I will get together, and he and I will walk side by side. We can, you can even use your fake leg. That would be good so you don't have to like, have crutches or anything. And the whole time, I'm going to sing Fats Domino the whole time. Which song? This I'm walking. Time, this time I'm walking to New Orleans. Oh, or I'm walking. Yes, indeed. And I'm that's the one. I. That's, that's the one. The I one was you love, baby. Either, either way. I love Fats Domino. Remember when the the, the big uh, Hurricane Katrina hit and they showed Fats Domino wearing a captain's hat getting into a boat. Remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah it was I phenomenal. Do. <laughs> you had Fats Domino, legend. He's got his own skipper hat. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. All right, what else you got, Palomino? Uh, Egan has been uh, been named one of the best places to live in the United States. That's what I've seen. Yeah, new list just came out, uh, and then not too far, just just over the other side of the Interstate 35 there from Egan. There's big controversy going on in Savage about what to do with this particular park. Um, what's the name of it? River, river, river. Uh, River Bend Park. So there's a couple shootings that happened there over the last couple oh, months. Jesus. Unbelievable. Because, like, kids were gathering there. Yep. So what they decided to do is take the rims off the basketball court. I saw that. Yep, they took the rims down. And because- obviously that uh, decision was met with some pretty mixed reaction. So they're trying to get that all sorted out down there. I, I, I remember some Minneapolis parks doing that during COVID when there were some problems that were going on at the at the park i don't know as a uh as a former basketball player i do i do not agree with that decision it seems like i would imagine it's it seems like it's not really a good solid fix it's just i mean are the kids really there playing basketball anyway yeah right then the kids who do want to go there and play basketball they don't get it they they can't do that because the stupid rims are gone but you know what's amazing about that, though? They showed a picture of it this morning on 5 Eyewitness News I was watching. And those two black posts are just sticking up in the air with nothing on them. I know. It's I know. weird looking. Yeah, they took the, that's right. They took the whole backboards <laughs> off of that. Which yeah, they did. Like, yeah, they did. Maybe the kids should invent a new game, and that'll help them to keep their minds and hearts and hands busy instead of out there raising heck. Well, it does show you, though, that most people see basketball as an inner-city sport. They absolutely do. There is definitely. I'm sure that's for sure. Yep. For sure that's an underlying thing. Of course, they'd never admit that because I just love the fact that people right now, and you can just tell they've living out there in Whispering Acres, they've never been around anybody who doesn't look just like them, but they're all experts on things like skin color. It's like, you have no idea what the hell you're even talking about. Shut up. Good God, I hate that. I'm an expert. No, you actually are not. So be quiet. Right? Yes. Okay, when are we going to go? What's it called? Walk for the wisdom? What's it called? 
Wait, I don't know what your guys' team name would be. No, no, I'm talking about the event. Oh, it's. I think Walk for Wisdom would be. A I think it's Walk for Wisdom, actually. Let me check. Oh, it's Walk for Wisdom 2023. <laughs> uh, see, an, an activity okay. challenge okay. for Hubbard. I don't know. I've never been invited to a group, so I was really excited about Gee, it. I wonder why that is. Um, I guess it's lame because Chris makes fun of me, so I shouldn't be as excited. But yeah, you know, same. I'm not making fun of you. I'm. But we're gonna. The key is though. Here's the thing. You got to check in Monday. Because if we don't win, I put a lot, me and Julia, actually our whole team has put a lot of effort into this. So if we don't win, it's going to be heartbreaking. I hope what things work out for you, Brittany. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> I just am, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's still out of my realm of thinking that, uh, that there are people who are gathering together and taking time from their work day to go walk around. I don't find it shocking that a guy who's like, yeah, I'm, I have mystery high blood pressure has a hard time fathoming self-care. Oh, well, there's a shot. That's, that's fair. Isn't that, that, sound that like something is, your wife would say? Because that's exactly how I talk to my husband when he's like. That is, it is fair. Yeah. I, so I, it's, it's coming from a place of jealousy is where it's coming from. That's what it is. Next year you're on the team, but you better you better keep your numbers up. Give me off this, me off this shift uh, of waking up at three in the morning, and I'm all about your walking team. Well, who would Love I that. watch then in the morning if you're not there? I well sitting at the house five o'clock, uh, baby, or five thirty, or hear me out. We get you a walking treadmill while you're on the news, or, or you know, a desk treadmill while you're on the news. That seems reasonable i could say it's some kind of health reason yeah mm -hmm. i mean i could point to my high blood pressure or sure my limb situation I, I could make a pretty good case for that done i have a question and i'm not trying to be a smart ass here i'm actually asking this it sounds really a smart ass thing to ask <laughs> but because you you have lost part of one of your legs does that affect your blood pressure because the blood thinks it's still supposed to go all the way down to your left foot and there's nowhere to go you know, I've had people ask that before, and I've researched it. I've not been able to find anything definitive on it, though. It's got to be weird, though, because one leg, it goes all the way to the bottom, and the other one, it doesn't. And I wonder if that affects your blood pressure. But our body is so amazing. When, it is. That's like, true. You know, like, because if short term, I bet if you've tourniqueted something, it would raise your blood pressure. But I bet you your body adjusts to that. I, I know there were some studies that were out about people's body temperature who are amputees and yes they, they yep. generally had a ran a higher body temperature because that limb wasn't there anymore. that is so, so interesting also so knowing knowing your core temp and what your average is is so important because it's definitely it there is especially during covid when people be like if you hit 99 and if you're somebody who rolls around 98 like that is super important to know huh all right, Pally, we're going to do some research over the weekend on limbs and limbless. I think that'll be fun. I can't wait to get together on Monday. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Have a good weekend. Bye. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. We'll take a break. Come right back a couple of seconds. David Rash will join us right about my father. It's out now. David joins us next. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? Hubbard Interactive can help. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect.
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy. And I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GALLON for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code GALLON. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GALLON for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GALLON. Ask Sherwin-Williams and get 30% off Super Paint products and Super Deck stains June 16th through the 26th. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.